Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I'm here for all of the world's yam facts. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Okay, Rem, I'll, I'm gonna be real with you. Last week was a bit weird. Yup. <laughs> have you have you recovered yep. it all since then? It took a lot out of me. Yeah, genuinely understandable. So this week I figured we'd do something a bit more normal, something a bit more low-key, something that makes way more sense than what we watched last week. That, unfortunately, I wish that comforted me more. (laughs) Why does that not comfort you, Rem? Well, because if you were like, oh, hey, uh, if you were to describe to me like the normal anime, right? Describe to me the average anime, right? If if you were to tell a a weeb that or you went to a convention and asked that, the answers would overwhelmingly be stuff that I am not interested in. I, I don't know if that's entirely true, Rem, because there might be I feel some... I like it's entirely true. There might be some, like, good exceptions there, you know? and maybe... There might be good exceptions, but if you're to describe the average anime, it would be a vaguely horny, shonen, bullshit, isekai, um, with light harem elements. Uh, that would be, in, in the Lord's Year 2022, the average anime. Well, what if I was saying normal for your perspective, Rem? That's also still, like, I I share the same degenerate view of anime. I just have a different perspective. I give it a thumbs down. That's it. I come to the same conclusion. I just rate it differently. Okay. Then what if I was to say I chose an anime that would be, like, not mind-breakingly horrible for you? Like, something that you might ha- uh, have an opinion on, but it's not going to be like, man, this is just the same shit. Or it's like, hey... This is something that I kind of understand. Sure, all right. Uh, and what, what what would that be this week, Sean? Well, Rem, uh, it's been a minute, so I figured we should talk about sports a little bit. Um, <laughs> fucking hell. Okay, okay. I mean, sports kind of. You know, it, it's sports adjacent. Uh, all right, what sport? Ah, uh, man. Start there. It's hard to explain, Rem. Like I. What do you mean it's hard to explain? <laughs> like I think I'd be much better off just uh, giving you a brief uh, look into the plot, then I'll describe the sport because. I feel like once you have an idea of what the characters we are working with, uh, then you might have a better idea of what we're getting into. Oh, I see right through them. All right, keep going. <laughs> you see right through me? Yeah, yeah, just go go for it. Start the synopsis, you son of a okay. bitch. Well, uh, it all starts with uh, our main character, uh, Judai Yuki. Okay. Uh, and uh, Judai, or Yuki, whichever you prefer, uh, is an up-and-coming uh, athlete, as it were. And uh, he is currently trying his best to get into this uh, top school uh, that all they do really is uh, teach uh, him and people like him how to be experts at this sport, you know, like a proper athlete school. And uh, simply put. Now, wait a minute, Sean. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Rem? I think I think you are you you are trying to boozle me, Sean. Am I? In a subtle way this time. Mm, interesting. You are trying to boozle me 
linguistically. How so? But I've seen through it. It took me a moment. It took me a moment of processing. But you thought, aha, if I give the Japanese name, he isn't going to notice. The fool, the rube. But it took a little bit of processing. But you can't fool me. You can't fool me. I loved this shit when I was 10 years old. So then, Rem, what are we watching this week if you're so keen? We watching some goddamn Yu-Gi-Oh GX? <laughs> Confetti cannon. Hooray, Rem. You figured it out. <laughs> yes, Rem, we are watching some Yu-Gi-Oh GX. Uh, oh, man. Because, Rem, nothing is more normal than a anime about a school that's all about teaching kids how to play a card game really well. So, so let me say right now. Yes. When I was young, Yu-Gi-Oh, the like Dual Academy, it was like, oh man, it was aspirational for me, right? Because I loved <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. And as a kid, just any type of like, hey, it's a school, but this kind of school, like those were the best settings when you're 11, right? It's like, oh my God, I wish that was my school. Yeah. Uh, and I also, I loved, there, there were two different Yu-Gi-Oh GX games. Because let me tell you, I played like, as a kid, if there was a Yu-Gi-Oh game, you're damn right I was playing that Yu-Gi-Oh game, all right? Uh, and some of my favorites were two games that were based on Yu-Gi-Oh GX. One was Yu-Gi-Oh GX. I think it was just... Let me let me uh, search. I think it was just called Yu-Gi-Oh GX Duel Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh GX Duel Academy. And that one was super dope because you'd actually like take exams and there would be... Uh, in the exams, it'd be like, oh, do you know the monsters and whatnot? But also... Uh, here's, uh, here's a puzzle. Do you have the knowledge to solve this dueling puzzle? And then a practical exam where you try and accomplish a certain goal. And it was super dope and it would rank you. And there was like story and random events. Fucking loved that shit. Uh, another one was like, it was basically a dating sim, but not dating. It was like a dual partner sim, right? They call that a visual novel, Rem. (laughs) But there was dueling. Yeah. There was dueling. But you duel with your partner. So you find a partner. And it's like, if you're playing the original one, uh, you, you always got to go with Zane because he's OP as fuck. Right? So you immediately get with the top guy of the entire school and you just wreck all these motherfuckers with your beginner ass deck. Uh, it was great. It was phenomenal. Uh, okay. So you're saying that you have very fond memories of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. That being said... <laughs> I recognize most of my fond memories, once again, from the video games. Yes. (laughs) Well, then, what can you tell me about uh, the plot line of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX? Uh, Oddly, I'm I'm remembering this mostly, once again, from the video games, but here we fucking go. Okay. You got Jaden Yuki, uh, where we will use his his American God-given name. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, listen here. His Patriot's name. Rev, we we are not in a way a good position to be talking about God-given American anything. (laughs) Like, America is fucked right now, Rem. Like, more so than usual. Uh, But Jaden Yuki, uh, he he starts attending this school, and he's a little bit of a slacker, but also he's a slacker prodigy, right? And he gets in Slifer Red, the lowest of all the tiers, uh, and he hangs out with Cyrus Truesdale, who's the little brother of Zane Truesdale, the top dog. And Cyrus is just this sort of like nerdy, uh, very incompetent, but he grows in in later seasons. Uh, and then there's also goddamn Chumley. And Chumley, he's a big koala man uh, who I think he like he, he likes hot sauce 
and food. Uh, and he's always hungry. And they forget about him because they they know he's the least interesting character of of the beginning characters. They're like they I, I forget how, but they get rid of him later. <laughs> they just axe him immediately. Yeah, you have uh, the the Sasuke of the series, Chaz Princeton, uh, who's pretty good but super full of himself, and he's focused on like a really cool deck. But later on, he needs self reflection with these like weird fucking Ojama monstrosities. Uh, you have Bastion Masawa, who is a super nerd, hyper calculated. Has like he starts out with a chemistry deck, but he changes it up uh, quite a bit. Uh, you you have uh, the the very androgynous, uh, like, principal uh, who, who's in charge of stuff. Uh, Dr. Crowler, who is a thorn in everyone's side and no one likes. Uh, yeah, that that's the gist of it for at least the beginning bit. It gets a little crazy later, but... Oh, yeah, no, by, like, episode 150 or so, it gets buck wild. Yeah, I, so I would always watch this show, but I didn't... As with most anime when I was young... Uh, that I happened to like catch glimpses like a like a Dragon Ball Z right things right. that I would casually sort of watch. Um, I was never able to keep up with any of them, mm. uh, but I would just watch them. I would watch it whenever it came on because yeah. I was I was so into Yu Gi Oh as a child it was insane. I mean it it did air from two thousand and four to two thousand and eight. Rem. I mean as can be given by my like near encyclopedic memory to this day. Yes. And that was going to be the big gamble of this episode, Rem, because uh, by and large, people in our particular age bracket, uh, they either watched the shit out of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX or have never fucking seen it. That There's no in-between. If anything, I, I might be so bold, Sean, yeah. and to say that in my, like, tween memory, right, I think Yu-Gi-Oh! GX was my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh! It's weird that you mentioned that, Rem, because... There is a large, like, online community who really loved GX. Yeah, well, because you started out with normal Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Which, it had interesting ideas, but also, with all due respect, it wasn't Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> no, it's not until after the Pegasus Island stuff is when it actually started resembling the card game even a little bit. Yes, uh, and even then, sometimes they pushed it. Yeah. Uh, then we, we get, like, I think GX is the next one, right? Correct, it's the exact sequel um, series. Yeah, and, Yu -Oh GX, and this, Generation X. Waha. Yeah, yeah. You get Dual Academy, which like hot damn. Uh, after that, I think motorcycles came next. Yep, that's Yu Gi Oh Five Ds. Card games <laughs> on motorcycles. How can we make this more exciting? Let's have a whole city themed around card games and put them on motorcycles. <laughs> that's... Which I don't know. Um, I I was like, am I gonna vibe with this? I never, I never did. Uh. I, I just couldn't get into it. I don't give a shit about... You don't like the... card games on motorcycles, Rem? Um, and then... Oh, God, there's, like, three more. Oh, yeah, there's, like, there's a shit ton, dude. Th there, one of them, I... A, a newer one, I recently learned, it's, like, like LARPing gymnastics or some shit. Like, <laughs> it's parkour. It's Yu-Gi-Oh! Parkour is what it is. Uh, which I don't understand. It, uh, look, man, I don't, I don't think I could explain it to you. Uh, the point is, the best I one is like, myself. hey, what if it's a goddamn school? And every kid is like, that's fucking dope. Yeah, it's Harry Potter, but for card games. <laughs> it, it's just a winning formula to be like, hey, this unique thing, 
Let's have a school of it. And it's like, yeah, like magic school. Cool. Dueling school. Cool. Superpower school. Cool. It's like kids fucking love that shit. Yeah. And then you you jump the shark with motorcycles. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it, kids. And I felt this way as a kid. And I feel like oddly, many kids will feel the same way. Motorcycles, less cool than school, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I was the one who was like, oh, man, the Yu-Gi-Oh! GX video game, it had exams. So, like, yeah, I mean, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, the other two Yu-Gi-Ohs that uh, you don't know the name of, uh, the one after 5Ds was Zexel. Uh, What was their gimmick? Uh, their gimmick was augmented reality. Uh, but I thought that was the gimmick of, of season one. And all of them, sort of. Well, yeah. 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 Uh, and I think that might have been the parkour one. And then the uh, most recent one is Yu-Gi-Oh! Arc V. What the fuck is Arc V? It's the most recent Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, but okay, what's its deal? What what? How does it try to fuck with the format? Uh, <laughs> I just pulled up the official site. And... Uh, in the all-new action duels, monsters literally come to life with advancements in holographic technology. No, that's what all of them are! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! That's been Yu-Gi-Oh! Literally since its inception, dog. No, you no, can't no, be but like, it's di- but... It, Hey, hey, Rem, it's different because they don't stand by and let their monsters battle for them. Now they ride their monsters as they race through real locations to take down their opponents. They came up with... Interesting ideas that stopped after GX. (laughs) Some might say, hey, Remington, is that just you being like, this was the last thing? Like a lot of people do with Pokemon where they're like, yeah, I stopped playing at whatever generation and therefore all following generations are the worst ones. Uh, Is that what I'm doing? And the answer is obviously uh, no, because I'm right. (laughs) Sure you are, bud. Sure you are. Look, I'm sure we'll get all the angry emails from the Yu-Gi-Oh! Arc V fanboys out there, uh, <laughs> if there are any. Um, but I will also say, uh, Zexel has the stupidest fucking haircut, like for its main character. But that's sort of like, but like, brand. like Rem, you don't understand. Like, no, I mean I've seen it. Like they all, it just, it's like I think it's easily the stupidest of all the main characters. I I probably agree, but like, meh. Like, it blows my mind how it exists, because it looks like a normal hairstyle, and then they, like, slapped 3D-printed objects onto it. <laughs> like, it looks like Detective Conan's hair with, like, 3D spikes. That's what it looks like. Oh, man. But, you know, and they have scouters. Of, as you do. Yeah, as you do. So you can measure the power level of your Yu-Gi-Oh! monsters, even though it says it on the card. Um... But yeah, no, Ren, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. I figured this would be a nice break from the weird because there's nothing more normal than an entire like school run on card games funded by Seto Kaiba. I mean, we, we make it sound weird, but like compared to the the original Yu-Gi-Oh! series, like, oh man, this this will be wildly normal in comparison. And well, let's get stuck in and see if it uh, remains as good as we thought it was when we were kids. Without further ado, Rem, let's go watch some Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. If a horse were to do an Ahigao, that's what it would look like. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after watching six whole episodes of the hit 2004 anime, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. And Remington, was it as good as you remembered it as a child, as a wee lad? 
Well, there's one major thing I didn't remember. What's that, Rob? Um, and it, well, and I, I suppose it, it, it's fair that I didn't remember because I, I never uh, saw it because I, I watched subs this time, right? Right. Um, and oh my God, Crowler's so Italian. <laughs> so overwhelmingly Italian. <laughs> so much so that he ends at almost every sentence with a variety of cheese. Yeah, and he's just like, buongiorno, mamma mia. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> because, like, in the American version, like, maybe he has a vague fascination with, like, Italy or whatever, but he's, he's like, I think he's a little British. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely not Italian, let alone this Italian. <laughs> like, it's not that the American version was like, oh, he'll be Italian, but tone it down. No, like, on one version, you have someone who's like, I, oh, I went to Italy and it's neat. On the other version, you are like, all right, let's capture Italy as we just get Chef Boyardee himself. You know, let's just go <laughs> all in. It is the most stereotypical Italian nonsense I ever goddamn saw. It's wild. It it's is. Insane. It is an experience, to say the least. Uh, so, yeah, that threw me for a loop. I should also note that... While I watched the subs this go-round, I will still be labeling them uh, with their God-given American names. Of course you will. <laughs> uh, that, that's how I know them, and it's how it... It's been reinforced for years. I'm going with the American translation for So the you're, t- you're telling me that uh, Manjo Mei Jun is still going to be Chaz? Yeah, of course he's going to be Chaz. <laughs> it's going to be Chaz Princeton. That's going to be his goddamn name. Which... By the way, can we talk about that particular choice for uh, for an Americanization? They're like, ah, June, June. How can we, how can we fix this, Chaz? Well, yeah, it, I, I this. I'm, I'm gonna say it. The American names they they're they're real solid. They're good American names. <laughs> like they're interesting. They're not just like John or whatever, right? Like they got creative with it. They got fun with it. And it it's just the American names are better. Oh jeez. Um, yeah, I don't think you can say that. Objectively. I don't think you can America. say that. Uh so <laughs> let's start actually talking about it. And uh let's actually start by talking about the opening, which the opening song. Oh man, I wasn't ready for that. No. It's starts out heavy ska that transitions into more of a rock ballad that then has a rap section. Yes. <laughs> Uh, which I sort of vibe with it, but it's very weird. And then the the end song is generic as fuck. It doesn't matter. But yeah, the intro song, man, that's a lot. Uh, that boy, oh boy, it it doesn't sound like Yu Gi Oh, but it feels like Yu Gi Oh, <laughs> just in how eclectic it is. It just goes to show how dramatically different uh, the uh, localization team of Four Kids Entertainment uh, changed things. <laughs> yeah, truly. Uh, so we, we start out with Jaden. He's running late uh, to get to the uh, opening, like, exams and whatnot at the Dual Academy, where he runs in to Yugi. And it's, it's like, a nice moment. Like, they don't show Yugi's face, but they show his hair, and that's all you need to see. That's all you need to know. Uh, and, and it does feel like, oh, you like, running into someone very important. Uh, I, it, it's a nice moment overall. And then Yugi is like, here, have this goddamn Karibo. Best card uh, in the, the game. Yes, and then the Karibo talks. So, you know, it's a spiritual Karibo. Because um, why not? 
we we get to the duels. We get introduced to a few characters. We see uh, Bastion, who's the super nerd, uh, but like the super cool nerd. Uh, he wins a duel with flying colors. He fucking nails it. Uh, meanwhile, we uh, we have uh, Cyrus, who who did all right. And then Jaden, he, he gets in just in time. But Crowler, right? Crowler, who's sort of the supervisor here, is like, no way, no siree, no how. Uh, fuck him. I hate him already. Yep. Because uh, Crowler just sort of hates them all. Yeah. Uh, and his hatred, Crowler's hatred for especially Jaden, uh, it is more extreme than I recall. Because I recall it being sort of like a nemesis situation, right? Right. Uh, and, and they're definitely being hatred, definitely being the antagonist. But, I mean, Crowler does hire a hitman. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> I mean, is it really a hitman if it's... It is a hitman. <laughs> it, it is an honest-to-God hitman. Um, but continuing on. Uh, so... Crowler is like, I'm going to face Jaden myself if he wants a duel, goddammit. And then they have uh, a duel. And Crowler has, like, super OP first turn combo, all the cards he would have wanted to summon his special card, the Ancient Gear Golem. Uh, but then Jaden is like, joke's on you, motherfucker. I have the perfect cards as well. Uh, and he he does his favorite card, uh, which is Flame Wingman, and he wins with that. Uh, and there we go. And that, that's generally, and that that's how I'm going to talk about the duels, by the way. I'm going to very much skip well, over that. you're not going to go into the in-depth game mechanic details of how they work? Look, I, I would probably enjoy doing that. I don't think it'd make for a good podcast. <laughs> uh, like, I think, I think I could do some good, like, play-by-play. -play. If a duel was happening in front of me, especially if it was Yu-Gi-Oh! style, monsters coming out. Oh, man, I'd love to do play-by-play. -play. I mean, it's I'd just, it's just bringing up your, uh, I, I don't know if general podcast audience has heard this or not, but your general idea of having a WWE-style event, uh, but with Yu-Gi-Oh! battles. Yes, yes, I, I, I think, I think that was a uh, pre-banter. But right. to the to our non-patrons, my general idea, and I maintain this would be fucking rad as hell, mm -hmm. is you you take Yu-Gi-Oh competitions, right? But let's face it, actual Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments, unless you're super into Yu-Gi-Oh, you don't give a shit. No one gives a shit, and it's all uh, a bunch of like OTKs and broken combos, and it's just not interesting. So instead, you turn it into more pro wrestling, where it's scripted with every deck is a gimmick, a lot more similar to the shows, and you could have an entire league, and it'd be interesting as hell. Like, that'd be dope as fuck, and I stand by that. Uh, uh, maybe one day we'll do something with that idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, once we get a, a few uh, a billion. Um... <laughs> I, you're thinking said. on a much grander scale than I was thinking, Rem. Like, <laughs> there's a VR chat mod that is literally just, hey, you can play, you can play Yu-Gi-Oh yeah, and see the monsters. It's very cool. Fair enough. We we could work something out then. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but uh, so Jaden wins and uh and and defeated Crowler, even though Crowler had never lost after playing the Ancient Gear Golem, which is a shitty trope. Uh, which you know, yep, it's Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> let, let me let me be upfront. Put my, all my cards on the table. Yu-Gi-Oh mm -hmm. GX. I don't think this is gonna astonish anybody. Not a great show. <laughs> uh, it, it is not of high quality. Uh, it's a lot of shown in bullshit. But I enjoy this show. 
Uh, and I think even though it's not a great show, it has a couple redeeming qualities, right? Mm -hmm. First of all, uh, interesting Yu-Gi-Oh nonsense, right? You will get your fill of interesting card playing uh, combos. You'll see the cards have interesting uh, animations to itself. In fact, they're basically the only things with interesting animations. Everything else is real jank. At one point, they have some confetti yes. on the screen. And... It's straight up just an overlay on top of everything else. Yes. So, like, <laughs> this, this scenes and the perspective is switching, like, different camera view, right? But the confetti is still just the same confetti falling down. Uh, it's jank as hell. But you're not, you're, if you're interested, you're not here for the animation. You're not here for, like, deep, nuanced characters. You're here for colorful characters, which they are. Uh, generally enjoyable and weird plot lines, which they have, uh, and some fun, silly card play, which is here. So, I don't think this is a good show, but, like, let's face it, if you're into Yu-Gi-Oh!, you're, you're, gonna, you're gonna have a fun time with this show. You know what you're getting yourself into. It's sort of like the Pokemon movies that I've talked about before, right. where, like, usually, they're not great, but you're there to see the Pokemon, and so it does what you want it to accomplish, right? You're, you're there to see Pokemon interacting in interesting ways, and you achieve that, so it's a satisfying experience regardless of quality. Same thing, but with Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, that being said, I, I did notice uh, an early plot hole that, uh, you know, totally ruined the immersion. Oh, uh, really? Ruined, yeah. <laughs> uh, in, in the first episode, I think maybe the first couple in the background, there's uh, girls dressed in raw yellow uniforms, but as anybody familiar with Yu-Gi-Oh! GX will know, there uh, are no girls in any dorm except Obelisk Blue, at least until <laughs> uh, Blair shows up later uh, pretending that she's a boy, but then she gets found out as a girl and decides to stay in uh, the red dorm. So uh, I'm just saying... Completely broken. They... The, lore is, the lore is awful. <laughs> Nothing can go wrong. Which also... we. we like, Yu-Gi-Oh, not free from casual sexism, pretty rampant. Well, I mean, uh, my God, dude, it was back early on, and that doesn't excuse it, but, like... You know, if anything, it's just authentic to Yu-Gi-Oh culture. Oh, Jesus. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, no, we're gonna have the card gamers after us now, Rem. <laughs> oh, no, they're not gonna leave the house. Oh. Uh, <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> I say it with love. I say it with love, mostly. Uh, I say it with, with love on the, on the oh, you never leave, uh, uh, go. You, I say it with love that you never go outside. I don't say it with love that, like, there's rampant misogyny in the community. That, no, that that is a problem. That you all yeah. need to figure out. Yeah. Um, Girls can play card games too, y'all. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so we go to uh, episode two. We get some exposition on the academy and the different dorms. Uh, Cyrus and Jaden are the stupidest motherfuckers around because they're both in Slifer Red, but they didn't realize they were in Slifer Red despite already be being given their red outfits. Um, and they're like, man, hope we're in the same dorm. Uh, um, and, and then like Bastion, the nerd shows up and he's like, are you dumb motherfucker? You, you have the uniform. What the fuck? Um, but yeah, they are just that stupid. Uh, we, we continue on. We meet Chumley, who is... A koala-shaped asshole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I I do not remember the early episodes where he is just an absolute cunt. Uh, he, yep. he, 
he's like being he's like an edgy fuck too which just does not fit he's uh, so he's, edgy considering how round he is <laughs> yeah like later he turns into the like the jolly dumb fuck you'd expect but right now he's like here in slifer red it's just a matter of time until we're kicked out there's no point in even trying we're all failures. It's a dog-eat-dog world. If we have any chance of succeeding, it's at the other's cost. It's like, Chumley, you doing okay, bud? <laughs> is there, like, is there a counselor that can provide some therapy for Chumley over here? Because there, he's there, about to you go know there are no counselors <laughs> in the card game school. If you're not good at card games, then why are you here? They teach an alchemy class. Oh yeah, because I mean it has to Which, be card let, games. Let me be clear. <laughs> it doesn't. It do let me be clear. This is not like oh Yu-Gi-Oh alchemy. It's just alchemy. It is. <laughs> it is like Renaissance era alchemy classes with Professor Banner. Why? I have no idea, dude. <laughs> like gym class, I accept that. Uh, makes sense. You still got to uh, have gym class. All the other classes, card related. Dope, I understand. Whatever. Uh, and then alchemy. What? <laughs> I... Well, how else are you going to fuse your monsters without alchemy, Remington? Come on. That's that's not how any of that works. That's not... What? <laughs> I am confused. I don't understand, but it's there. But M Professor Banner does have a cute, uh, a, a cute cat named Pharaoh, so we'll let it slide. Uh, anyway, episode two. We continue on where Jaden and Cyrus, who Cyrus, um, Cyrus is looking for a dom. He, yes, <laughs> he, he meets Jaden and immediately he's like, oh my God, can we be friends? Can I follow you to the ends of the earth? Can you be my Pharaoh? And it's like, whoa, buddy, you take a guy out for milkshakes first. You gotta, <laughs> you can't open with that. And then he's just like, oh, okay. And said, well, I'll make it less weird. You'll, ju you'll just be my big brother. How about that? Which he does also have a big brother in the actual school that yeah. will be like revealed in a crazy intense way later. Uh, but real weird, Cyrus. Yeah. Real fucking weird. Like, there's a bit of a, a cultural disconnect there, like, in the phrase, the difference between an Aniki and an Onisan. Like, Aniki is like, man, I look up to you like a brother type of thing. Uh, but other other characters get confused and think he's calling oh, yeah. him oh, his yeah. actual no, like, brother. And that is a thing that can happen, because it is essentially just calling another person brother as well. Like, it's just... There's, like, a weird, like, disconnect. Like, there's room for doubt with Aniki, whereas with Onisan, there's much less room for doubt. Like, it, Japanese is anyway, a strange language. Long, long story short, uh, Cyrus is looking for a dom daddy and wants Jaden to be that. We start our first ship. Um, continuing on, we meet some more characters uh, before eventually Jaden and Cyrus, uh, they confront Chaz and his cronies. They have a chat. And uh, later on, Chaz challenges Jaden to a duel at midnight in the arena. So they meet up there and they start their duel. And it's nice and intense. Good back and forth uh, both ways. It, things are looking for dire for Jaden. But then uh, the guards show up and they're like, you kids aren't supposed to be. They're not old guards. They don't even speak. But that's like, I don't know. That felt right to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's security uh, guards at a school where uh, kids learn to play card games. Like, I mean, come on. What are you going to expect? Yeah. Uh, but uh, the guards show up, and the kids all run away. Uh, so the duel's unfinished, and they're like, oh, man, you were right about to lose. And he's like, Jaden's like, no, I wasn't, because I was about to use Monster Reborn and kick this motherfucker's ass. 
which I sure. All right. Uh, I, th I think they should have just kept it unfinished. I know what they're trying to do, uh, but they're very much like Jaden is the greatest duelist of all time. Uh, and it's like, all right, you can, uh, stop. <laughs> I maintain not a great trope. Uh, later on, it will become better because it's like he Jaden has experience and he's done a bunch of shit, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, no, he's incredible. But now it's the I, I, here, here I am and I am the best. I mean, like, he does okay. he does uh get like smacked down uh fairly early on by you know top of the school, but you know it's... yeah, well yeah, like eventually he'll get smacked down by Zane. Um, that's right. But that's basically it. And meanwhile, he's taken down every other top dog besides Zane. Yeah. Uh, it, it it's just sort of dumb. Uh, plus in any in any card anime, the thing that they just fundamentally can never equate for is chance. Uh. And I sort of understand why, but you can have random chance and still tell an interesting story. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, like, obviously it'll be quote-unquote random, but it's okay to have a thing where it's just like, yeah, no, you didn't get any of the stuff you were supposed to. Oh, no, whatever. And that can still lead to interesting moments. I mean, it's part of the reason why Joey Wheeler's deck has always been my favorite, because of, of all the random chance cards. <laughs> like Time uh, Wizard. Yeah, it's max my... chaos energy right there. Oh, yeah, it's so good. I, that's why I like running <laughs> Joey Wheeler-style desks on the rare occasion where I play the game. Uh, episode three, we open up. Uh, we have some classes that go on. Uh, and then Crowler is like, I want to expel Jaden. I want to ruin his life. So what's the way to do that? I'm going to write a love letter to this student um, and, and seal it with a big lipstick kiss. And Crowler impersonates... Alexis saying that she has a crush on Jaden and he leaves it in Jaden's locker so that Jaden will go to the uh, women's dorm at bath time and Crowler can catch him and expel him for peeping. Um, which that's not that those are there are a lot of boundaries there. Like, all right, plan to expel your student. All right, yeah, you're diabolical. That I'll accept here, right? For the sake of the narrative, you're diabolical and you want to expel your student. Um, impersonating one of your female students and being like, oh, I have such a crush on you. That's weird. That's a weird, weird thing. That's a real strange. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that uh, pushing a lot of boundaries uh, and then sending it to another student, pushing more boundaries. Also that they can show up and potentially actually peep at the girls because this is around bath time uh, and they're just like huge windows around everywhere. Uh, so invading their privacy uh, I don't know, man. Doesn't seem... Seems like there would be better ways of handling that. Nonetheless, uh, it turns out that Jaden's shoes were in Cyrus's locker, so that's where the letter ended up, even though it's still on top of Jaden's shoes, and the letter is also addressed to Jaden. But Cyrus, as we've established, he's a dumb motherfucker. Yeah. No. He's... Like, they try to play it off like he's just sort of nervous or anxious, and that's why he can't succeed. No, he is straight up dumb as fuck right now. Yeah, uh, especially so when he, women are involved. <laughs> yes, so he thinks the letter is sent for him, and he starts fantasizing about Alexis, because uh, he's looking for a dom. He doesn't care if it's a dom daddy or a dom mommy. He just needs someone to, to take care of him, right? Yep. Uh, and so he, he shows up, and Crowler's like, what the fuck? This isn't what I expected. And the girls notice, and are like, oh my god, a peeping Tom. And he's like, no, look at the letter. It's, it's I was invited here. And they're like, Alexis didn't write this. What the fuck? What the fuck, you little chode? Why would she ever... What the fuck? <laughs> uh, 
And they said those exact words, too, in this children's anime. Like, it was very surprising. It, it makes sense why that had to be uh, censored in the, in the dub. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, then they hide him from the female teacher. and They're like, oh, nothing's going on. And Alexis, is, who's definitely crushing on Jaden already, and really wants to duel Jaden, is like, oh, okay, I, I'll just use you as bait. And she sends, like, a weirdly ominous message to Jaden where it's, like, not showing her face, and it's, like, destroyed voice, and it's like, we have Cyrus. Come duel us to get him back. Uh, so Jaden shows up, and, uh, and, and he and Alexis duel uh, once again, back and forth, but then uh, Jaden wins, of course. Uh, and, and that's episode three. Pretty, pretty straightforward overall. Uh, episode four, we open up with an entire military Navy fleet showing up to the island with a, with a case of cards. Yeah. Um, this whole organization is run by Seto Kaiba. Are you kidding me? Of course he's going to have a whole armed entourage to protect the precious thing that is cards. I, I would like some info on the... Uh, so some lore about the politics of the obvious military industrial complex that is heavily card based. Uh, I am wildly fascinated. I, uh, here's the thing, Reb. You do get that down the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I was joking earlier, but if I recall correctly, five, like the sequel series to this five D's is set in a city that's all like the whole politics is card games and guess who started it fucking set oh yeah it's (laughs) like some like some like slumlord bullshit going on yeah um set okaiba is ruling the fucking world like Like, you know hey man sometimes no i won't make the joke i won't make a joke there's a real solid joke that that references history mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. and uh, but it just boils down to calling kaiba a fascist in in historical terms but i'm not gonna do that i'm you above that you, you can't do that to kaiba he just likes card games so much that he is making sure so that all fucking much that all of society is run by card games <laughs> uh so uh they're they're protecting the cards and uh we're, we're here to do another one of the exams that can move you up or move you down right and initially I thought, okay, they're protecting, like, the exam decks, right, so that people can't see them. No, they're just doing a delivery of, like, yeah, cards that the shop at the school will sell. That's it. Yeah. It's a very uh, serious business, Rem. Very serious which, like, business. All right. I feel like I, I feel like the shipping industry is fucked if they've become this hot of commodities. <laughs> uh, though it also makes sense, because, like, you'd be wondering, why don't people just sort out their deck with, like, all the best cards? And it's like, <laughs> because it'll be your life savings for a deck box. Like, it'll... <laughs> Everything else is fine. It's just once it comes down to card games, that's when things get really complex. Yeah, like, there's maybe ten copies of every card in the Yu-Gi-Oh! universe. It's wild. Uh, but Cyrus and Jaden, they... uh. They fall asleep during the written exam, so it's really important for them to do well in the practical exam. Uh, they they don't get the opportunity to buy any cards, but Jaden helped out the little old merchant lady earlier, so she gives him a special card that she had out back. Uh, meanwhile, Cyrus is able to buy uh, the last pack they have, even though they were like, we're all out, except for this one pack for some reason. Um, didn't buy that, apparently, even though it was shown that Crowler bought all of it. I don't know where this pack came from because Crowler bought all of it. And then all there were a dozen or so students 
dozens, actually, more than a dozen, uh, all wanting more packs. And somehow one pack made it through. I don't know. Cyrus gets it. It doesn't matter. Uh, Crowler goes to Chaz and is like, hey, hey, Chaz, you, you I want to I want to get Jaden out of here. Uh, you want to beat Jaden because he embarrassed you. Uh, I, I can hook you up because I just bought all of the cards and I can hook your deck up. Uh, so it's Jaden versus Chaz. Uh, normally it's supposed to be Slifer Red versus Slifer Red, even though also that's not how it's represented in a lot of other situations. But that's fine. Uh, Slifer Red versus Slifer Red for the practical. But it switches to Jaden versus Chaz. And if Jaden wins, he can move up to Raw Yellow. And if he loses, he's getting the fuck out of here. Uh, and it's back and forth. Chaz has some super OP combos. It's it's uh, out of this world. But... Uh, the winged Karibo evolves with the card given to Jaden. And so he's able to dominate and ending up winning. And they're like, oh, you got to go to raw yellow. And he's like, no, I like the color red. Uh, and so, <laughs> like, straight up, it, it, it's not like, oh, I can't leave. I, I've, I've become close with my friends. So I still would also see regularly. Um, it's just like, what? I like red, though. <laughs> I'll stay. I'll stay inside for red. Because I, I look better in red for all of all of the marketing material. Yeah, no, uh, we've already made merchandise, kid. We can't, <laughs> we can't have him move classes. And it's like, Jaden's just aware of that. He's yeah. just, he, he's not making excuses. He's like, no, this is, it's fa if I were not wearing red, I would not be as popular mm -hmm. uh, in this universe or out. Uh, then we get to episode five. We get Alexis placing a rose at uh, a mysterious structure. And then we have our, our main protagonists, they're all telling spooky stories. Uh, and Professor Banner shows up and tells the spookiest story about an abandoned dorm on the island where students have gone missing. Um, at this point, Crowler hires a, a guy named Titan to show up at the island and and kill Jaden. <laughs> no, not to kill him, just to duel him and take his cards, you know? To be clear, Titan... It's going to initiate a fake dark game, right? Right. Uh, that's like for the loser's soul or whatever, basically. Uh, you fucking die if you lose. Yeah, no. Uh, but to the Shadow Realm, Jimbo. Yeah, for Titan, it's it's a gimmick. It's it's uh, uh, not real. But Crowler seems to think this shit is sort of real. Uh, Crowler doesn't believe in dark games, right? But Crowler does believe that Titan will make Jaden disappear. So, so here's what I think happened. I think Crowler thinks he hired a hitman who pretends to do it through dark games, but actually just fucking kills him. <laughs> like, it takes three months of Crowler's salary. Uh, Crowler thinks that Jaden's going to disappear, even though Crowler doesn't think that the dark games are real. Crow Crowler just thinks he's going to kill Jaden. <laughs> <laughs> or like push him in the ocean or just kidnap him but like <laughs> the point is Crowler one doesn't believe in a dark game but two still strongly believes that Titan will get rid of Jaden uh so Titan kidnaps Alexis at the uh abandoned dorm uh our three protagonists of Cypher Red they show up and they're looking around right they find it and we start a duel uh, and, and there's lots of shenanigans going on. Um, they, they say that they, that Titan uses optical illusions and hypnosis to fool people into thinking their soul is being ripped out of them. Um, 
But yeah. also, he is just using magic. I want to be clear. No, this no. Is not, Ren, this Ren. is more than hypnosis and optical illusions. This is straight-up magic that he's using. Um... But Rem, so, come on, you're you're a magician. You understand like that. It's hard to explain some tricks sometimes. So really, it, who no, are we to it, judge? I am a magician. I can tell you not how that works. <laughs> uh, so they end up uh, figuring out that it's all a ruse. This isn't a real dark game, uh, and they stop it. Uh, but then it is actually a dark game. The the spirits from from this place they wake up they turn it into an actual dark game that they're actually playing now and uh and Jaden of course wins uh and straight up kills titan oh, titan yeah. is dead now yeah. um, no but Rem, he's just banished to the shadow realm. he is in hell <laughs> uh, at best at best he's in endless purgatory uh that is the optimistic view of of this uh, but either way, he is not in a good spot. Jaden is in denial. He's like, oh, where'd he run off to? Uh, refusing to acknowledge that he has he has sent a man life. to eternal <laughs> damnation. Uh, just Over a children's card game, yeah. Yeah, he's he's trying to cope with that uh, by denial. Uh, they save uh, Alexis, uh, and they're like, oh, we also found this picture of your brother that went missing. Uh, and like, yeah, now that we saw that, I don't know. They... I don't know how they think he went missing because they don't think the dark game was real. I don't know what they think of all of this. Well, I mean, that is like the big mystery of the early. I also part. don't know why there was a framed photo of her brother that was signed by the brother. I mean, that's he's, ego. He's that's very, a lot of ego. He's very handsome, Rem. Sometimes he, you gotta I sign a portrait. I would say he is. He's about as handsome as all of the other stock dudes from from Yu Gi Oh GX. Oh, these. <laughs> Which, to be fair. A lot of them are very handsome. <laughs> it, it's true, but no one's asking for all their signature. No, no, but... On their own photo and then framing it. I don't know, man. But he's related to a main character, so that's what makes it important, Rem. You gotta It's understand. nice and weird. Nice yeah. and weird. Uh, but yeah, so that that's where we leave off. Uh, it, it's, once again, not a great show, but it's an interesting one. It's fun enough. It's got enough going on uh, where where you, if, if, you're, if you just want to see some Yu-Gi-Oh nonsense, this will give it to you. The plot lines are interesting enough, right? They're nothing novel, but they'll they'll keep your attention. Uh, the animation, not good. The best is with the monsters and stuff. Uh, but even here, I, I will say, the animation is bad, but it is better than it should be. <laughs> uh, they they do a lot of smart tricks with their shitty animation. Like, they, they know what they're doing. It, it's not that they're amateurs doing it. It's that they're pros... Cutting a lot of corners, right? <laughs> I mean, all in the name of selling more uh, pieces of cardboard with pretty pictures on. Which, if, if you're a kid, you would probably prefer to have 50 episodes of generally interesting stuff with mediocre animation than, like, 12 beautiful episodes. Like, that's where a child's priorities are going to be. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, but unfortunately, Rem, uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh! community uh, has had a very unfortunate situation happened recently uh, because in between when we recorded the first half of this episode and the second half, uh, unfortunately, the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, tragically passed away. So I don't know how that's going to affect the comedy of this episode uh, because I feel like by the time this comes out, people are going to be like, oh, they did this as a very nice memorial episode for the creator. And 
I don't know if I have the heart to tell people it was a, a very unfortunate coincidence. Um, but yeah, like it is insane that that happened. And yeah, it, it, uh, real, real whack timing. Uh, and you know, regardless of the quality of, of the show or even at times the, the card game, uh, it, I, I would say that 100% Yu-Gi-Oh! It is iconic. It is fascinating. Uh, and it is enjoyable. Uh, it, it is a lot of fun. I've, I've had so much fun playing the card game, watching the shows, uh, even if quality-wise, it may not be at the top. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the question, Rem. Do you think it's better than uh, the original Yu-Gi-Oh! series, like a lot of people oh. seem to say? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously. Um, I'll care to elaborate on that? <laughs> All right. Quality-wise, obviously better. Um, I, I, th I think I would recommend less people watch Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, right? Because Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, I'd recommend it for Yu-Gi-Oh! fans. Right. Or children. Or, the, or, or both. Uh, the original Yu-Gi-Oh! series, like, man, watch some of that for anybody. <laughs> because it's fucking insane. Right. Uh, we had some craziness in Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, but now they know what, like, they're doing. They know what they want from it. The original Yu-Gi-Oh! series, holy shit. Uh, it, it is bonkers. And, and everybody should at least try that out. So, improvement in quality? Obviously. Uh, it is a better show. But is it as must-see? I don't think so. so Maybe for Yu-Gi-Oh! fans, but not for general populace. So you're saying all of the Yu-Gi-Oh! GX fanboys and fangirls out there are just wrong? No, I'm saying they are 100% right. But for the layman, for someone who's never heard of Yu-Gi-Oh!, I'm sending them to the original series. Because, <laughs> yeah, if you think if about... If you want to introduce someone to Yu-Gi-Oh!, show them Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. If you want someone to have a crazy experience that's one of a kind, Send them to OG Yu-Gi-Oh. And what should they do if they uh, uh, if they're interested in card games and motorcycles? Oh man, uh, d uh don't. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't. I don't know, man. I'm being a curmudgeon right now. It was right past when I stopped giving a shit, but it just seems really stupid. Card games on motorcycles is one step too far for you, is it? Yeah, because I, at the core, I'm, I just give a shit. I don't feel the need to judge up the card game, right? All right, we got the card game, right? Uh, cool, we have a card game of the school. That doesn't modify the card game, just the environment. I can vibe with that. Uh, all right, and then, like, also, sometimes you can send each other to hell. Okay, interesting stakes. <laughs> but when you start fucking with the game itself, being like, oh, this, we're going to add a parkour playground, or a motorcycle. Why? Why? It seems wildly unnecessary. I don't know. Maybe I'll do some research on it and see if I can figure out what they were going for. Because, like, I'll be honest, I, I watched probably too much of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX to prepare for this episode. I'm gonna be real with you, Because <laughs> there, It's there's... a pretty easy-to-watch show. Like, it, it was so easy to watch. I, I did most of the research I needed to do in one evening. And then just, like, the next couple of evenings, like, in between uh, other shows I was watching, I was just like, well, let's watch a little bit more uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. I think I made it to, like, <laughs> episode, like, 40 by the time uh, oh my we recorded God. part one. Because I was like, eh, this is... I'm enjoying myself. Like, this is this is a candy, candy show for me. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, goodness. 
But I suppose with that in mind, uh, Rem, any guesses on what the mal score for Yu-Gi-Oh! GX is? Oh, man. This is a tricky one, I think. Yeah, because I think there will be snobs that turn their head on it because, once again, not high quality. But I also think there will be a lot of people who are super fans of it. Uh, Rem, let me tell you, you have no idea. Like, browsing forums and the internet for people's opinions on Yu-Gi-Oh! GX... Fuckers love Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. I, I mean, I'm one of them. I love Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> I'm not like a super fan, but like out of the Yu-Gi-Oh!'s, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX is the one. It's the most interesting setting. Easy. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to say 7.78. Ooh, high rating. Yeah, yeah. Well, Rem, uh, this might surprise you a bit, uh, but uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, GX, or Yu-Gi-Oh! Dual Monsters GX, as the original title is, uh is currently sitting with 124,000 ratings at 7.18. Oh, come on, weebs. Look, <laughs> look. I agree. I agree that it's trash, and I wouldn't even rate it that high. But y'all should. This trash is better than a lot of the trash that you have rated much higher. Is all I'm saying, weebs. <laughs> And because uh, a lot of the ratings skew very high, and then there's like a few like super low ratings, it's like Joey Wheeler isn't even in this one that much, and it's like, I mean, yeah, guys, come on, it's a new series. You can't you can't have all the same characters all the time. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, no. It, no, it, I I think I think they could have uh and, and and they could have added like one of uh the like either main or important side characters that's like a teacher. Uh, right, that could have been cool. That uh, could have been it, and it doesn't even need to be like one of the OGs. You you could just have it be uh, one of like the very interesting side characters because you <laughs> if Yu-Gi-Oh knows anything, it's how to make memorable characters. So what you're saying that you'd love to see Weevil as a teacher? Weevil would be a fascinating teacher. <laughs> you could you could <laughs> only there's use a world Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon. There's what? a world no. where Crowler is replaced with Weevil. That is that is a. Oh, but Rem, then you have to deal with the consequences of Weevil uh, setting up uh, <laughs> Jaden for a, no, a bad thing. Do <laughs> just, just don't do just that. Just don't do that. Cut <laughs> those bits out. <laughs> Having Weevil be the main, like, general antagonist for uh, the Slifer Red kids would be a wild decision to make. That would be... <laughs> <laughs> or I think something that could totally work is, like, Having Joey show up for like a showcase or something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where where you do a tournament, winner gets to face Joey. Shit like that. I, I believe that something like that does happen a couple times. Like I know Kaiba shows up several times. I know Yugi shows up a couple times, and I think Joey shows up a handful of times as well. Does Joey? I I don't remember. I remember I, the other two showing up. I don't remember Joey ever showing up. Uh, well, hold on. I have the power of God, anime, and Google on my side. Joey Wheeler, Yu-Gi-Oh. GX. Does it happen? Does it happen? Ah, uh, no. He's constantly referred to in the show, but he's never yes, seen he, on screen. He'd be so good! Yeah. He's re- he's referred to as one of the best duelists in the world. Uh, Alright. But they never okay. show him on screen! <laughs> that just goes to show the nepotistic nature of of the the Duel Monsters uh, universe. I, I will say, though, the, the dub folk... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, the dub folk do Joey Wheeler a bit dirty. Uh, so yeah. I, I don't know if you recall, uh, Rem, but there was straight up an episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX 
where they duel a like genetically altered cybernetic super monkey. <laughs> I don't know if you recall that. <laughs> that did happen. And and the fuckers at Four Kids thought, you know, I mean, yeah, in like the original, he's called Sal, uh, which is translated to super animal learning. Like it's a bit generic. It's a bit uh, uh, sciencey. We could probably change it to something a bit more American. But you know what they fucking changed it to? What? They fucking changed it to Wheeler. <laughs> Four kids did him fucking dirty. <laughs> That's so fucking good, dude. That's so good. They made the monkey who all he wanted to do was break out of his scientific uh, environment and go back and live with his monkey f- family. Uh, they ju- they decided, you know what? The monkey, that's a wheeler. What else are we going to call him? I mean, obviously. <laughs> hey, Yooks! Yooks, my sentience is trapped inside a monkey brain, Yooks! Well, they didn't give me a proper cameo. How am I supposed to how am I supposed to be remembered by the future generation if I can't get a proper cameo? Ah, <laughs> oh, tr- truly truly beautiful. Uh, but I suppose with that in mind, Rem, any chance you'd like to watch more Yu-Gi-Oh GX with me sometime? Uh, I mean probably. It, it's it's an enjoyable uh romp through a bunch of nonsense. And who knows, maybe we'll do more duels in the future in the vein of Yu-Gi-Oh GX. <laughs> but with that in mind thank you all so much for tuning in if you enjoyed us reminiscing about our very strange childhoods and their obsessions with children's COD games then please head on over to wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher or Spotify, we do read every single one and if you'd like to support us more directly you can head on over to twitch.tv slash anime out of context where myself, Remington and Dylan do occasionally play video games but if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext where you gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including having the opportunity to have your name read aloud live on the podcast. So, Rem, who are we thanking this week? As always, we would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists as well as our magical girls who we really appreciate. But moving on, we reach the Yandere Waifu tier who are sending our asses to the Shadow Realm and becoming our, our Dom Pharaohs. And on that list, that, that's we have... just killing us, Rem. <laughs> Hell yeah. How sexy. Uh, we have Alex, Xanax, Yandere Neko, you hear? Wings Club is my favorite anime. Why Shown, Why Sean? Walk Me Home Gently. Way to Shell. Tyler Worley. Samugi is way cuter than Anya, and that's just facts. Trenton Farrell. Travis J. Humphrey. Totally God. Tony Tony Choppa. Tim Westy. The Susanator. The Big Bean. That one anime dude who's also a duck. Tetsuo 13 says jokes on you. Earwig and the Witch is a Ghibli movie. Take my cheeks. Squirrel, silent secondary. Jojo addict who doesn't need help, just more manga to read and anime to watch. Sean, punish Rem and make him watch Excel World. School days and Clanid for the feels. Salty pretzel. Ross Palmer. Rip to the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, Kazuki Takahashi. Uh, very fitting. Yeah, the four very, kids very dub of the fitting. anime was uh, my first at age seven or something. Uh, it, the... Proper to honor him at exactly this time and exactly this episode. Uh, Rimaru Tempest is my waifu daddy. Rhiannon Williams, Remington Merrill. Rem gave me depression. Probably the one lesbian patron who loves yams who really felt spoken to and don't have Twitter. Sorry, I used you to come out. (laughs) 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 Wait, wait, wait. wait, Hold on. This this is... (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Come... Coming out through uh, Patreon readings and a love of yams. That, that's what that is. That's what we're here for. We're changing uh, the world, Rem. We're <laughs> changing the world. 
Uh, please review Morbius. It'll make me morb so hard. Uh, one can always get one more brushing from a toothpaste tube, Misaka observes. Certain that wormhole technology is involved. Uh, oh boy, an ounce of serotonin. Don't mind if I do. No waifu, no laifu. Nick Harvey. Mikeka Sevenierto. Mexican Gone Freaks. Maya Sazitsi. Matthew Drum says Dylan's an angel. Matthias Rodas. Man the Person Fern. Mad O2 Max, Lizzie Anthea, Lukio, Logan Evans, King Richrock, Casey Mosley, Cassidy, Just a Traveler, Jam Hands, it's my birthday, May 20th, so I am now God into taking over the podcast. It's not a cartoon, it's art, and other things to tell your parents when they catch you watching anime. ISIS, but only for terrorist acts committed by birds. Iron-blooded orphan slaps. I'm lonely, so I watch anime. I want Rem to ruin Darling and the Franks for me. I am the easy cat I trash man. Uh, Hunter Davies? Hey, you, cuckoo, cuckoo, I'm the freaking walrus over here. Uh, hey, guys, help me make poor decisions here. Should I buy Don Machi or Tokyo Revengers White Swords cards? Uh, Glenn Michael Dolan, fuck of love, fox and boy. Friend of the podcast, Adam Sandler, the god emperor of mankind. Farmer Weeb's bad pickup line of the week. Are you Doki Makro? Because I want you to join my collection. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Extreme Cobra, Epic Amy. Elite Knight, drink milk to prevent wobbly bones. It's not a conspiracy. Dick-eyed Mimison, Pikachurin. Tris pentafluorethyl trifluorophosphate, also known as FAP, and finally trans 14 bis for prietal eth. Uh, Crumb Sluts Bakery, new hidden location in Uranus. Uh, Creed 13, Shy 900, Cheese Monkey, Carson MO5, Cage in the House, Brockhart for Geodudes, Blood for the Blood God, Skulls for the Skull Throne, Elise Howard, AJ Honey. Uh, Sean, read this! Uh, but he doesn't even have it open, so, nah. um, uh, unfortunately, I, I will. Here, wait. Sean, read this! All right, I will. Oh, That's... Fuck off. <laughs> that sweet, sweet, silky frog ass juice. Mm. Uh, wow, Sean, you sounded interested. I, that is, <laughs> I, I am so pissed. <laughs> Warning yourself. Oh, wait, no, there we go. That, that's. Uh... We move on to the boy wizard tier, where everybody is going to be assigned uh, a signature card uh, from someone in Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, and that will will now be your signature card. Oh, wow. Warning, you're 799 episodes away. You get Superconductor Tyranno, Vincent Calabrese. You are going to get Cyberblader, Stupid Sexy Nergigante? Nergigante? Do you need to send it to me? Is it a... <laughs> Is it a giant cat woman? Uh, man, I, I, like, I'm drawing a blank myself. But your pronunciation alone made me draw a blank. I think Nair Gigante. Uh, and you are going to get the Ojama Trio. Uh, Shuffleboard is Totes of Sport. You get Ancient Gear Golem. Rat Beast of the Finish and the only one, and the one who's slowly melting in the summer, you get, uh, Toy Emperor. Please watch Healer Girl, accuse Heist of Life about using magic to heal people. Also, Rem is still a girl. You get uh, Destiny Hero Dreadmaster. My Afro Ate My Dog, you get Master of Oz. Momo the Griff, you are going to get uh, Water Dragon. Mike Wants an Overlord Review, you are going to get uh, Winged Karibo. Miguel Delion, you are going to get Cyber Ogre 2. Maitawa says, first three arcs of Bakamonogatari is just eight episodes. You get Helios Trice Majestus. Latinos eats death in anime for breakfast. You are going to get the sacred beasts. Inuyasha is my favorite cryptid. You get Toon Kingdom. Harrison, you are going to get Yubel. Did I do Inuyasha is my favorite cryptid? I think you just did them, yeah. Okay, Harrison. Did I just do Harrison? I, I don't know. Fuck. Harrison, <laughs> you're going to get uh, Fossil Warrior Skull King. 
go ahead, call the cops. It won't unshit the frog children. Hell yeah. Uh, you they can stop are... now. The memes can stop now, please. You're going to get Conduction Warrior Linear Magnum. Dylan, when are you taking over? You get Rainbow Dragon. Demon Ray 13, you get the Volcanic Queen. Crimson Reapers, just because of the scythes. You are going to get Destiny Hero Plasma. Beethoven 1201, you obviously have Darkness Neosphere. Aaron Hegland, you are getting uh, Cyber End Dragon. And finally, two section I have to show you my Rule 34 of UE. It is my favorite of my many folders. You are going to get none other than Elemental, he and Elemental Hero Shining Flare Wingman. Uh, now we move on to the inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier, which really feels like I should be doing something extra special for this one, but I can't think of anything extra special. <laughs> I mean, like, you're the one coming up with it, so, like, that's up to you, bud. Like, I'm not gonna hold it against you. And you know what is extra special? No. Sean has something extra special no, for no, us for the can't. inappropriate Joey you, Wheeler tier. Very fitting. Yeah, can't. Because it, it is a Yu-Gi-Oh! A Yu-Gi-Oh! episode. You and these are our highest this. paying patrons. So it, it he's been planning this for weeks. It is very I, special. Sean, what I, will we be doing for the inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier? I fucking hate you. All right, here, you know, no, here, here's what it. we'll do. I got no, it. No, fuck you. I got it. Okay, never mind. Cool. I had an idea, but then it left me. Uh, that's no, bad. fuck your idea. Here, uh, I was going to give people uh, a spirit uh, Yu-Gi-Oh monster, but that's fine. No, no. Uh, here here we are going to uh, choose a strange Yu-Gi-Oh card that is going to be representative of uh, the rest of your day. Uh, and I, I will give the card... And Sean will tell you, as Joey Wheeler, how it applies to you. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. So we got the Redneck Weeb Returns, thanks to Moonshine and Jiggle Physics. Uh, for you, what really represents you is, uh, of course, Humpty Grumpty. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, uh, for the rest of your day, you're gonna enjoy, uh, get some eggs. You'll enjoy it. It's good for you. Excellent. Great. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, and what, what, uh, here, and I'll also, I'll, I'll uh, show you the photos so if that helps for inspiration. Uh, it definitely would. It definitely would. All right. Uh, next up, we've got Raftalia is my anime waifu and will return in September. You get D-Boys. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, I mean, obviously, obviously. The rest of your day, what it means for you to have Du Bois means you gotta hang out with D Boys, you know? <laughs> Yo, go go hang out with them. Um next we got quick animal fact. Most raccoons cannot pilot a helicopter. Uh you 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 just get people running about. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately for you, your day's gonna be extra busy, but hey, once everything's said and done, uh you won't have to see people anymore. For the rest of the day, ne at least. <laughs> Next up, Magic Ice Ball. You get a hungry burger. Hey, you know what? Treat yourself to something nice. Uh, like, five guys are better, I think. I think that that is the nice thing. You know, you gotta get yourself a nice burger. <laughs> I spend too much time playing Overwatch. Please help. Uh, you know what? You get overworked. <laughs> hey, I don't have to do much explanation there. Uh, try to take a break if you can. Next up, we have Dylan Army General. Glory to the editor. Hashtag Dylan is waifu. Hashtag communism for books. I can type a lot. Damn. You get Tatsunutsu Shogigo. Uh, 
Words cannot describe how the rest of your day is going to go. I'll be honest. I mean, I'm looking at a horse with a mermaid tail and the most like, like that's, I a, feel, that's an ahigao. If a horse were to do an ahigao, that's what it that, would look like. Yeah, no, like I feel like this horse is sexually harassing me with his eyes. So the rest of your day will involve uh, just trying to be a good person. <laughs> Next up, we got my dear old mom who gets the Doom Donuts. Man, that is that is one bad decision away from a life changing event right there. Uh, <laughs> holy hell. Uh, hey, be careful, back, mom. Yeah, cut back on the sweets. Uh, next we got Chelsea Nasbaum, who gets Ojama Yellow. Oh, man. Uh, what the fuck is this list you're pulling from? <laughs> uh, yeah, if Ojama Yellow is signifying the rest of your day, uh, it means, uh... <laughs> you're gonna get freaky! Yeah! <laughs> Nobody gets freakier than Ojama Yellow. <laughs> Alright, uh, no, that's not a funny card. Fuck you. Go over here. All right, next up, we got Blood Cell, not the white one. You get, excuse me? <laughs> you get Tongyo. Uh, that is, that is a manta ray with three tongues. I, uh, how to interpret that? Uh, I'm going to interpret that as the rest of your day is gonna be, you know, go get some ice cream. You got three tongues, go get some ice cream. That's the way I think you should do it. Next up, we have Anime Girl, who gets the World Carrot Weight Champion. What the fuck is a carrot weight? <laughs> All right, well, you know, heavyweight. Yeah. You know, like featherweights, lighter. Yeah. Carrot yeah, yeah. weight, you're approximately the weight of a couple carrots. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, I don't know sports all that much, but I'm pretty sure between featherweight and heavyweight is, like, welterweight. I'm pretty sure. I don't know where carrot weight fits in the mix there. <laughs> Down f far below. Okay, alright. Um, what does it mean for Anime Girls Day? Oh man, you're gonna have some <laughs> great sautéed vegetables for dinner. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, going above and beyond, we have uh, Dylan Hayden, who's gonna who's gonna get... None of these are good enough. No, <laughs> none of those are good enough. You're gonna get ghost <laughs> beef. Hey, <laughs> 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 hold the fuck on, hold on. Uh, I know I'm supposed to be given a bit here, but what the fuck is up with this card art? Um, uh, just to it's, describe- It's Ghost Beef. This is- might be the most fucked up Yu-Gi-Oh card I've ever seen, Rem. Uh, cause it's a ghost cow with a slice of himself on a fork and a knife, and it looks like he's about to munch down. And, uh, this is- this is fucked. This is fucked. Uh, what does it mean for the rest of your day? Uh, the rest of your day is gonna be, uh, Ghost Beef- yeah, man. You're gonna- Watch what meat you eat, otherwise you're gonna be a ghost. <laughs> uh, run runner-up we didn't get to use, totally awesome. <laughs> it's just a couple toads. Yeah, that... Uh, Inmato, which is an inmate tomato. Man, and people say po Pokemon are running out of ideas. Slushy, a giant slushy monster. Good God, how beautiful. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter, or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you very, very much. And as always, don't fuck your sister. Yeah, like, there's maybe 10 copies of every card in the entire world in the Yu-Gi-Oh world 
in the Yu-Gi-Oh! universe. In the Yu-Gi-Oh! world universe. It's wild. I love fucking horse pussy. If a horse were to do an Ahigao, that's what it would look like. He's looking for a dom. He doesn't care if it's a dom daddy or a dom mommy. He just needs someone to, to take care of him. Fucking nerd.